podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Do just what you want. You're the one I trust. And I always be Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to a very special championship call-in show. Let's have a little experiment. I do not know how this is going to go, but we'll give it a whirl. We'll give it a whirl. Thank you for joining me. I'm Sai, if you do not already know. This is Ace Podcast Nation, and uh, this is a, a special championship show. Maybe a little tester for future shows. Who knows? But we are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter Ace Podcast Nation, if you're not familiar, is home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. So do give us a follow on social media. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. Really helps us out. Click the bell for notifications so you never miss a show. And of course, drop a like on the video so that uh, helps us move up the search results and the old YouTube algorithms, as it were. If you prefer your podcast in audio format, Every single podcast produced by Ace Podcast Nation, every single series, plus all the ones that have previously been released, all available through the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sports podcast network. So do find them, uh, give them a little follow, tell them that we sent you, and of course, check out all of our previous shows. Um, just as we wait for a few, a few latecomers, a few stragglers, and our first caller, may I add, um, We'll have a little charity Super 6 update. So this year, the channel is supporting a Super 6 prediction league, raising money for two great charities in uh, Maggie Centre, which is a cancer charity, and Mind Mental Health Charity. Um, So let's have a look at this week and who's done well and who has not. Uh, Haggis was the main man this week on 15 points uh, with David Lech, a close second, also on 15 uh, we had five people, five people on 14. Well done to uh, them, them, Jason, Gemma, Mike, Will, and Moana's biggest fan, Mr. Robert Boyle. Lee Jarman had a cracking week, top the celebrity table, just ahead of Cohen Griffith and Gavin Gordon. Also gave a special shout out to Kevin Roper, uh, who was taken ill last week, currently in hospital recovering, but still managed to get a very, very reputable seven points this week. Uh, the next round, Saturday, three o'clock. Do not pre- for- forget your predictions. 
I direct that to myself, Rodri and Andy Campbell, because we are the worst for it. So we're going to be talking championship football this uh, this evening. Uh, I think it's going to be a very Cardiff-heavy show, um, as expected. I kind of expected that. There's been a lot going on at the club. The fans are not happy. I'm going to try not to keep it, try not to have it too negative. Watch our language, etc., etc. But we'll see how we'll see how we go. Um, all the slots are full, unfortunately. So um, literally, you had your chance. You had to book a slot, but they're all in. They're all gone. So um, we will try to talk about other championship teams as well. Um, Mick McCarthy is gone. I hate to say that I was right again, but I was right again. They were. It was a bad appointment. They should never have given him a long-term contract. And I was proven right. Um, I was also right about Oni Gunnar not being a top-level manager. But that's for another show. Um, let's throw to our first caller and see what they have to say. But uh, for joining us is Donna Perry from Cardiff. Ah, hello. Can you hear me now, Si? Yes, I can hear you now. You have unmuted yourself. I went back on my phone. I was too big on my iPad anyway. I saw too much of me. You okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. This How is are you? Time. I'm good, thanks. Um, obviously going to be talking about Cardiff City. Indeed. Since so, when did Sol Bamba get so good? Because well, he never used to play like that when he played for Cardiff. He didn't. So he was like that man of the match, star man. But um, on the positive, let's t- I would like to start with a positive side. You know me. We came out of the second half. We shouldn't have... Penalty shouldn't have been a penalty. Smithies couldn't say that it wasn't his fault. So that's a that's a positive. Okay. Came out in the second half. We had a good go. That 10 minutes they were storming. Ruben Colwell was man of the match. Another positive. James Collins did try, but his confidence is absolutely shot. So but he did have he did try. Aidan Flint hit the post. Another positive. So we had the chances. But when that second goal went in, you could just see they lost the shape, they lost the confidence. They were all over the place and that was game over. So there were a couple of positives, but we did have a couple of tents and goal and we had we were a bit excited for 10 minutes. But it's dire sigh. What's going on? It's awful. It's poor, Donna. It is poor. And it's been poor for a while. Uh, and I would say that it's, it's been poor before Mick McCarthy came in. Um, and I think we will also talk this evening about how the club's being run and some of the things that have been said from the board members over the last week or so, I think, has been really poor. But um, who would you like to see take over from Mick McCarthy now? You know me, Si. i got a long, long list. Anybody? Like, mm-hmm. Steve Morrison's coming in for these three games and everyone seems to think he's going to have this magic wand. And I'm a bit concerned about Steve Morrison taking over because, to me, we should have someone in now. They've had an, they must have known Mick McCarthy's going to get sacked. They must have known after three games in the bout row, four games in a row, five games in a row, they should have been looking. I'm concerned about him coming in for three games because I think that's potentially a lot of points lost as well. You never know, he may come in, but he hasn't got the experience, has he? So I don't want him to stay, unless he comes out and be brilliant, but you've got to have someone tried and tested. I would like somebody like the Roy Keynes, the Steve Bruces, obviously the Frank Lampards. <laughs> that's because mm-hmm. I'm a, a lady. But the Frank Lampards, the Steve Bruce. Jody Morris has been um, touted today, and that's, again, like, I'd, someone I'd be quite interesting. So he did well with Frank Lampard, and he got into the... The playoffs against Villa and um, Derby that time before they went down, down, down. There's someone like that that I really do want somebody. I, I don't want these older ones now that with these tactics. I want someone to come in with new ideas. 
But you, you've got to think who's going to take this club on now. I, you know, would, why would you come to this club? We've all seen now how they're saying about there's going to be no money to um, spend in the transfer windows for the next two, unless things rapidly change. But because I can't believe that, I won't have that. I, <laughs> I can't yeah. bear the thought that we're not going to be able to buy anyone for the next two games. So who's going to want to come along and take this? Take this, especially if you are young and upcoming, because it's not going to be doing your career very good if, if you come to somewhere a sinking ship like this. So. I don't know. This Chris Wilder one's, is one of the favourites for a lot of people. Uh, and he got Sheffield United up, I suppose, and steadied the ship for a while up there before they went down. So he, he could be. But again, why would you come to Cardiff at the minute? Yeah, they've got no, no, no money to spend on. Uh, no. They've got barely got, a, you know, more than about 14 players, really. And then you're going into the, the very, very young footballers. And I think, ultimately, it's not a particularly attractive option. And that's why I I feel personally we wouldn't attract a Roy Keane or no. someone maybe Lampard or or John Terry someone like that just because there's no money to spend and they haven't got the players so what it's not going to do their reputation any good. No. Is it? So I just can't see. So I, you know maybe someone will end up with somebody at the end of their career again that that just wants to try and steady a ship but they haven't got a point to prove. I honestly think we could end up with Steve Morrison. You know I do I really do. But there's three games. I mean, I can see him staying. Is it his cheaper option? I mean, I don't want Neil Harris. I will, I will go crazy if Neil Harris well, comes. I back. think, do you know, Donna, just to finish you off now, um, if you mentioned um, Neil Harris, I, I know Mehmet Dalman was a very big fan of Neil Harris, and I'm not sure he entirely was on board with sacking him. Um, I believe if the Cardiff City bring Neil Harris back now, even if it's just to the end of the season, that could be... Uh, it could turn really, really nasty within the football club for yeah. uh, for the rest of the season because people did not like Neil Harris before he had a bad run. Then he had a bad run. I know. And then he stayed too long. And I just feel like it could get really, really problematic. But we'll see. Um, Donna, thank you very much oh, for joining it, me. Right. Yeah, you only got a few minutes. There's a big, long list of people. Oh, man, I wanted to talk for more. <laughs> All right, it was good. It was fun. Have a good day. It was great. Cheers. Bye. Thank you, Donna. There we go, Donna Perry. Um, so we'll have another caller in just a minute. But um, it's going to be, you're going to get a few minutes. I can't have you on for like 15 minutes at a time. It'll be non-stop. I'm going to have a look at some of these comments while we uh, we, we await the next caller. Um, but I'd be interested, Leslie, I saw you in the chat. What did you think of Burroughs? Uh, performance was uh, were you happy with it do you what are you happy with uh, mr warnock the job he's doing um evening to everyone welcome lee crofts rob boyle reese everybody it's too many there's lots of people in today lots of people um so more uh, a big shout out to Kay Childs as well His dad still battling good for him what an absolute hero uh, i was so happy to hear that he's uh, still battling away and hopefully fingers crossed uh it's Cade's dad will be coming home in a couple of weeks, but we'll uh, we'll all be praying for you, my friend. But uh, good, just I'm glad to hear that he's uh, still fighting on. Um, so uh, let's have a look. Let us know what you think. I'm really interested in people's take. Um, so who heard Do- uh, Mehmet Dalman on um, uh, Talk Sport today with Jim White? So that was uh, I only saw I heard a little bit of it. Um, there was some some stuff said it's uh, it's a really interesting one i just don't know okay so uh right there we go so 
the next caller has been stuck in work, so he cannot join us. So I'm going to have to talk some more. So, um, Cardiff City. So for me, they have really got to make this choice. They've got to get the right choice. If they make a mistake with this selection, people are going to turn because they've had so many bad choices. You take Warnock out of it, like, has since Vincent's hands taken over, apart from Malky Mackay, has have Cardiff City's board made a good choice as a manager, apart from Malky and Neil Warnock? Like, everything out of that, either side of that, I think has been poor, played very, uh, very bad in terms of the way the football has been, the tactics, everything. So I, th- I really do believe that the board has got a lot to answer for. Their choices of manager has been poor, to uh, to say the least. And I just think they've got to get this right because people are getting fed up. You go on social media um, and just as much anger as there was for Neil Harris, Mick McCarthy, the players, particularly after that Swansea performance, I think they deservedly got a lot of criticism, apart from some of the younger players maybe. Um People have turned now. People are not uh, happy with Mehmet Dalman. They're not happy with Kenneth Cho. So it's going to be uh, an interesting. But we're going to move on to the next caller. I'm delighted to say that uh, my good friend, Mr. Alan Jones, is joining me. How are hey, you, mate. buddy? You all good? I can't hear you. Sorry. I have no, my headphones no. in on the um, phone. So, uh, you can't hear me at all. Go on. Have you said blind, a bit deaf, but... Uh, I'm going to have to just wing it, mate. So I'm just going to talk to you for Go five for minutes, probably. I don't have any feedback. But, um, so, Simon, I've got to be honest, mate, and I think a lot of people will go along with it. Not many of us have really enjoyed watching Cardiff City since Dave Jones left. And I was one of those people that was very vocal about him, saying he wasn't good enough, he wasn't the man to take us any further. But, my God, would I love to see those days back now. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, we can say about the glamour and, you know, the prestige of the Premier League, but it's disastrous on both occasions. Does anyone, has anyone actually enjoyed watching Cardiff City since then? Probably not, mate. Probably not. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, all these names are being sort of banded about. Um, surprised Eddie Howe's name isn't, isn't being mentioned as much. He'd be a great acquisition. Um, as for the others, like like Donna just said and like you just said, the club is under laughing stock at the moment. You know, it appears there's no money there. They're making it public that there's no funds available. So who in God's earth is going to take this on with, you know, a ball and chain on their ankles? You know, they, they've been told there's no money to spend. Clearly, the squad at the moment isn't good enough. And so you've got to question yourself, why the hell... Um, did Mick McCarthy get given an extra three years um, without being backed in the summer? Because, uh, hang on, let's have a look. Where is it? I can't read this, Sam. Oh, are you going to sell Scar, mate? Hang on. <laughs> I can't see it, Go on, carry on. I can't read it, boot. Do you want to come back to me, mate? No, go on, carry on. All right, Sam. I got to think, go back, basically, what I was saying then. Um, the writing's been on the wall for a long time since we come out of the Premier League. It's been clear that the money hasn't been reinvested in the club. Um, in a nutshell, you know, the club's been siphoned of any investment it's put in. Um, Mick McCarthy had 
you know, was given a, given a new contract towards the end of last season. He knew then where the weaknesses were in the squad, and he wasn't given any money to be able to address that. So, you know, the, you've got to look at the board then as well. They, you know, he surely have gone to them and said, well, you know, we need strengthening in these areas, and they didn't back him. So, as much as it's been terrible over the last few months, you know, a lot of blame has also got to go to the board, you know, Dalman, Kenchu, and ultimately uh, Vincent Tan. You know, he seems to have washed his hands at the club lately and spending all his time he's in Serbia or whatever he is in Bosnia or whatever he is. And, you know, but anyway, I can't hear anything. I can't, <laughs> I can't so I hope it's come over all right. So uh, I'll uh, leave you to it, brother, and good luck. Let's hope that we get some sense. Indeed. There we go. What's going on here? There we go. Alan Jones, big shout out to him. Look at that. What a professional. Did it when he couldn't even hear me. Uh, big shout out. Uh, you're right there, Becky. That's the first time I've been called Buke, probably since the last time I spoke to him in fairness. But uh, it was all good. That was uh, a lot of fun. Um, this, I agree with pretty much everything which Alan's just said there. Um, I do feel like Vincent Tan has washed his hands at the football club. You never see, like, Dal, uh, Mehmet Dalman's taking all the flack at the moment. But it's, like, all these decisions, they're not just down to him. They have openly got this committee which makes the decisions on transfers, managers, uh, what gets, who gets signed, etc. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's not just Mehmet Dalman. Yes, he's the chairman, so he's going to take the flack. Vincent Tan has the fa final say. Um, and I do feel like uh, he sometimes gets away with some criticism maybe because people feel that he's he went back on the rebrand maybe that has helped him out a little bit and also maybe because he is putting you know he's keeping the cup afloat whether he's putting investment in and all that sort of stuff he is he is um keeping the club afloat regardless um what i will say is i said one of the comments which i picked up on was um Mehmet Dalman said was quite he wasn't critical. It was like a little barb at Neil Warnock. And he said that if you've got a strong manager, then um, the he'll go over the transfer committee. And he cited Emiliano Sala as a example. Now, to me, you know, if that's what happened, that's what happened. But also the board signed, uh, I think, who was it? I think it was, might have been Isaac Vassell. I might be wrong. Oh, no, it was Water. Waters. They signed someone over Neil Harris's head. Neil Harris didn't even know he was coming. So you can't have it both ways. You can't sort of have a little dig at Neil Warner because he went over the transfer committee to get the Salah deal done. And yeah, of course, we know what happened and the tragic circumstances around that. But if you're looking at it just from a football point of view, you can't have a go at Neil Warnock or have a little dig at Neil Warnock for going over the transfer committee's head and then sign a player without near. Uh, What's his name? Neil Harris knowing. So it's it's problematic. Um, I saw uh, a couple of people saying they would have liked to have joined. Look, I put a post out yesterday and I put a few out today saying you have to book your slot because I haven't got um like an actual telephone line to, to for people to phone in set up. Yeah, I will have that in the future if we go ahead with it. Um, but ultimately, uh, you had to book a slot today so I could send you a link and stuff. But there, if it goes well and people enjoy it, then we'll do it again sometime. Maybe it'll become a regular thing. Who will know? You never know. Um, so I'm interested in the Dave Jones thing because so often he's taken a lot of criticism since he's left. 
And, you know, some of it's probably because of the way, like, we and Andy used to play about with it and stuff. But the football was good when he played there. And he used, used to sign this certain type of player, which they were they were footballers, like Jay Bothroyd. He got the best the, the best years out of Jay Bothroyd than any other manager in the country. And, you know, even Arsene Wenger couldn't get out of tune out of Jay Bothroyd. So, like, it is what it is. Uh, Gareth Parry says, uh, Mehmed Alman says Salah was over his head and then defends having done the business with the dodgy agents, especially the uh, Willie Mackay. And I think, I mean, with that, Gareth, um, like I, I don't know if you saw the two episodes with Mehmed Dalman, which we did, but obviously he was, um, he does, he's no fan of Willie Mackay, shall we say. Um, to me, the the football club shouldn't have been doing business with him. No football club should do business with him because he's banned in certain countries um, and he still works on transfers, which tells you everything you need to know about uh, the way football is run and, and whatnot. Um, just on the championship generally, for a second while we wait for our uh, next caller to log in, uh, I was particularly impressed with um, Middlesbrough player... Um, I forgive me. I don't know what his position was. Um, Martin P- Pierre Pereiro. Pierre um, I thought he was excellent. Um, I was really, really impressed with him. And I noticed that um, Neil Warnock also singled him out. Um, Swansea lost again, and I think the Cardiff result has kind of papered over the cracks a little bit for them because I didn't think they were great against us. Um, I didn't think Swansea were fantastic against us. So it was very interesting to see that they lost again this weekend. They've got to be careful, in my opinion. I think they're banging the relegation battle, just as Cardiff City are. Um, So one question I want to put before I bring in our our next caller is one question I want to put to everyone in the live chat and all the callers who we've got left is this. Which managers being appointed would be the absolute wrong managers? Which managers would upset you? Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, for a start. I'm only joking about that. But like Neil Harris, there's been rumours of him coming back. Um, a Tony Pullis, a Sam Allardyce. I don't personally, as I said before, I don't think Sam Allardyce is a viable option. He, we we just wouldn't pay his wages. But but that type of manager, Tony Pullis, I think is a very, very likely option. People uh, kind of missing out on that. I think that that's likely, if anything, because the board will want continuity and someone who will, who will be safe. Um, and he's about as safe as they get. So let me know who you don't want as well as who you do want. Um, let's bring in our next caller. I'm delighted to say it is, is Ace Podcast Nation uh, Hello. films and TV host, Mr. Jamie Isles. How are you, buddy? How are you, Si? Oh, good, mate. All good. All good. So um, how do you feel about the current situation at Cardiff, mate? It's a joke. Joke of a club. Um Especially like living down here with um, all the Swans fans, like I've the stick I've had the last couple of weeks. Last week has been it's part and parcel of the game, but um, it's we've just been made to look like mugs. And the Swans ain't the best run club at the minute with the American owners, and we're worse than them. So says a lot, really. Yeah, I think um, I just put the question. I don't know if you had logged in then, so I don't know if you heard. Like, which managers would upset you? If they if they were to appoint them, Neil Harris, uh, Page, Rob Page, um, not a lot really. What, about, Mike, two, what about Tony? Yeah, yeah, any Swansea player then? What about uh, what about Tony Tony Pulis? Like, how would you feel about that as an appointment? 
it's just same old, isn't it? It's, same it's no thing, different. Isn't it? It's just we we gotta go looking further afield than these islands. Mm. I, I'm not saying Chris Wilder won't be a good appointment. Uh, if um, Flynn from Newport wouldn't be a good appointment, but let's go further afield. Let's have a look if we can get someone else. We live in a big world with a lot of football knowledge. Let's let's have a look. Let's have a look around. So Gareth Parry's just put in the chat. What about Billy Davis, Steve McLaren? Nope. I don't know if he means whether he would want them or if he's answering the question of who oh. would upset you. So I don't know which way around. Oh no, uh, no, thank you. Neil, Neil Lennon. No. Yeah, same as I'm. I, the same again, not to really. disrespect Scottish football because we've had a lot of good players from Scotland over the years. Um, <laughs> but two two team league. If you can't win the league with Celtic, you're not going to win in the league. Yes. Yeah. Look, and for me, mate, what I would like to see the club do, I said this on the Friday show and the Monday show last week, I want to see the club build for the future. I would rather see a young manager come in, Mark Hudson, Eddie Newton, Craig Bellamy, whoever it may be, someone who's going to... Mark Hudson's my choice at the minute. Yeah? yeah so I'd rather see someone like that. It's like... And say, and don't worry if you get relegated. No, I take a relegation. Yeah, I would too. I think Honestly, I take a relegation because we, we desperately need to win some games. Desperately. And I think if we have a good season in League One where we, we win a lot of games, it breeds confidence going into the next season. We yeah. can, one, we can one bleed. Like, we can on, play all like Colwell. And like, he's a good, good player. Give him a season. Just give him mm-hmm. the full season now to see what happens. So, the one point which someone made to me, I think it was on the show with Rodri on Friday, was that just because you go down doesn't mean you will automatically come up. And I think sometimes we all look at like the likes of Peterborough United who go up and down and up and down every year. But some people haven't been able to come back up. You look at Sunderland, you look at Portsmouth. And that what you don't want to do is kind of go and keep going down. Um, As a fan... In some ways, it would be quite fun to, to go back down to the lower leagues. But bit also, of a controversial those, those times weren't well. fun, were they? Let's be honest. Bit of a controversial one. I'd yeah. probably take administration as well at the minute, just to get rid of the ownership. Oof, controversial, mate. That is. Uh, but, it's a big like, risk, isn't it, though? Because I'm not... Like, i, I got to give Vincent Tan his juice. He's put his money in. Like, he has put his money in, to be fair to, the, to, be fair to him. All right, but the red stuff was a joke. Whatever. We passed that, now we're back in blue, everyone's happy. But if we, if we really want to get rid of the, the management, the, the ownership, the only way to do it, probably administration, no one's going to take that debt on. Mm. You'd, be, you'd be mental. You're not, unless you're a Saudi with all them oil reserves, all that reserves in the bank with your, your state assets, you're not going to take that on. No. You'd be stupid. Well, like you, you do, the days of the old uh, of the businessmen, local business and owning football club are gone. Yeah. It's football's an international game now. You need international money, and unfortunately, and, and unfortunately, it just doesn't seem to be any investment wanting to come in. No, and I mean Craig uh, has put a point here in the chat. He says uh, Vincent Townsend put put in millions. He has saved us, 
and we will never get anyone to buy Tan out as it would be a hundred million plus, and there are bigger clubs Easy. for half the price with a bigger half bigger fan base. And I well, think capital what we've got city remember, club, a, a European capital city club. But so we, we should have some sort of interest. So here's my question to people in the chat and to you, Jim. Like one of the the big things was that Vincent Tan was going to turn all the debt to equity so that we were effectively debt-free. That was like the big selling point that kind of turned people back around to being on side with him. As far as I'm aware, we are not debt-free. So that's a problem for me, but everyone seems to skirt over that. And I, of course, Vincent Tan is keeping Cardiff City afloat. I get that. But uh, you can't just live off that. Like Mike Ashley was running Newcastle United well, so they weren't losing money. But he was still a terrible owner. What, yeah. what, like, where's the line? We're a football club first and foremost, but of course, we're a business for them. Um, Jamie, before I let you go, mate, right? Who's your choice for manager? Mark Hudson, is it? Max Hudson, yeah. Mark if Hudson. you can't have Hudson, who would you be your second choice? Chris Wilder, or I go with Chris Wilder and Hudson as assistant, okay, just to keep the continuity going. Yeah, interesting. And uh, last question. In one word, will Cardiff City be relegated this year? No. There we go. There we go. Thank you for joining me, my friend. Thank See you. you soon. See you soon. Cheers, Jim. Bye. Um, and we're going to go straight into another caller with Mr. Rob Boyle. How are How you, are buddy? How are we? How are you doing? Moana, you okay? Yeah, Moana's biggest fan is here. Yeah, man. I brought a mascot with me as well today. Go on I on. couldn't find Moana, so I had to make to a Rapunzel. Oh, mate, yes. oh, mate. You, you've got to grow up, I tell you. There's something wrong. Something wrong, mate. Come on. <laughs> What's going on? How's it going? This is cool, eh? It's good, eh? So, yeah. um, so, mate, like Cardiff, what's going on? Do you know what, all right? Yes, the manager's awful. Yes, the owner... Well, the manager was awful, sorry. Um, and the owner's not much better. But I wonder as well how much influence the captain is having. Or, like, for me, I think, personally, that wherever the new uh, manager kind of comes in, we should be replacing the captain as well. Um, as much as a good servant Moz has been, I just don't see him as a leader on that pitch anymore. I just don't think... I just don't feel like he is, his head is in it. So, But then I suppose the other flip side to that is, who the hell is going to be captain instead of him? Because... I mean, who, who else is a leader on? Who else is going to be a leader on that pitch? Um, you know, do you go Joe Rawls? You know, yeah, I, do, I, would, I was going to say I would give it to someone, one of the younger players, one of the homegrown players. Uh, I would give it to probably Joe Rawls in the short term, and then I would look to get. I would give like someone, maybe I would even think about giving Ruben Corwell the vice captaincy yeah. with Joe Rawls as captain because they care. And you saw that in the last couple of games when some of the other players down tools a little bit, they didn't, and those younger players didn't. Um, so Rob, you mentioned Steve, uh, Steve, um, Sean Morrison. Like, I uh pointed this out a few weeks back, like, he seems to be immune to criticism because he's kind yeah. of like a good you know, he seems like a good laugh, he seems like a nice guy, yeah. and like, I don't doubt that, I don't doubt that he's a sound guy. And I also, by the way, the abuses Mrs. took the other week after the Swansea game was foul. Oh, I, was, so I was just ashamed, mate, to be honest, to be associated with those people just by yeah. the football club. 
but I do feel like he's immune to criticism. You, you can't criticize him because people get really shitty. But like, I don't think he's been very good this year, and that's why he's been dropped. Like, of all the things you can criticize Mick McCarthy for, dropping Morrison was probably not one of them. Like, Flint has been better. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, but then, but then, GD Parry says they're surprised that Bakuna isn't captain because. <laughs> It doesn't matter what he does, he's constantly plays. So oh, very um the man that can't be dropped, says Alan Jones. Like who would like ultimately you what you'd like to do, I suppose, is get rid get rid of some of the deadwood, bring in some players who care, some young footballers, young manager. But um it is what it is, I suppose. We haven't yeah. got the money to do that. Like who are you looking at as a, as a new manager? Are you looking at young and a long-term project? Someone to keep us up, someone who can, you know, do a bit of wheeling and dealing because we've got no money. What would your choice be? I not that I what no, it's not my choice, but I've got an awful, awful feeling it's gonna be Neil Harris again. I've got a terrible feeling. There's a lot of rumors going around the minute that he is gonna be because correct me if I'm wrong, and if this again may be hearsay, but we are still paying Neil Harris yes, at the moment. So um I think they think that bring him in because we're still paying him essentially for his job. Um, who I want, I mean, Chris Wilder, absolutely, but it's never in a million years he's coming. It's not going to happen. He was only at that game because he's linked with the Birmingham job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would rather go young and I. I'm not too against Jody Morris. I'm not too against Jody Morris. I think he would be a decent shot. I think I'd take him over. Well, I'm definitely taking over like things like people like Pulis, Chris Hewton. Don't rate Chris Hewton, sorry. Um, he had a diabolical spell in, in charge of Forest and mm. essentially nearly got relegated. Um, and look at and look at them now with a good manager. Exactly, it's funny what happens, isn't it? Um, and, and I definitely wouldn't want Rob Page. I don't even want him for Welsh job. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of a conversation as what I don't want and who I do want. That's right. Yes, I'm right. well, well, interested to see. Hey, who, I think who you John want. Sheridan right now. Yes, get like in. John, John Sheridan. Um, yes. But yeah, I I think. I think we'd go gamble and go go for a, a younger manager. Might be controversial. But I'd even say Flinny as well. Um, I know he splits opinion, but I've always been quite a big fan of his, to be honest. So, but he does split opinion because of his county background or whatever. Do you but, know what um, they should have done, mate? Is what they should have done is when Mick McCarthy when they signed Mick McCarthy till the end of the season, they should have waited until the end of the season, and then they should have got Cooper. Yeah. to come in in the summer. But they didn't. They, for lack of a better term, shit the bed because of a story in the in the rags that McCarthy was going to go to Celtic. Yeah. Gave him a three-year deal and here we are. But ultimately, mate, you mentioned Neil Harris. I know people don't see it happening. I could see Neil Harris till the end of the season so they could give themselves time to make a decision. What I also said, I don't know if you saw at the start of the show when yeah. uh, it came up with Donna, was... I feel that that will be the breaking point between the fans and this board if they bring Neil Harris back in, mate. Um, I really do. It's uh, it's going to be problematic for, for anything. Um, 
Alan says, if uh, with the state of the club, we're probably still playing Frank Bur- Frank Burrows. But yeah, it is a bit of a shambles, mate. Um, to be fair, um, yeah. In one word, Rob, before I let you go, mate. In one word, will Cardiff City get relegated this season? No. There we go. Reese says, "Do get it, Holler." I go. I go one hand on my phone. I go two seconds. <laughs> Top man. Cheers, Rob. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye. Cheers, buddy. And that was Rob Boyle. What a what a gentleman. Moana's biggest fan. Uh, so we've got one more caller left to finish us off. Um, so I'm going to go to some of the comments because I've seen some great comments. We've got lots of people in the, the various platforms this week. So um, some of the names that have been mentioned in the press, Jody Morris, uh, Lowe, um, Chris Wilder, Craig Bellamy, Mark Hudson, Eddie Newton. Um, out of all these names who you've seen, like who are we wanting? I personally, like I know a few people are saying like Flynn, good shout. I personally, I don't want Flynn, but only because I just don't know where, I, I'm not entirely convinced that he's up to the, the level and I think it could be a waste, but you never know. However, I also think, so maybe I'm being a bit hypocritical, I also think that Carl Robertson, uh, someone like that. Mark Robbins is one of my top choices. I would love to get Mark Robbins on. Um, so we've got one caller left. Some will say you save the best to last. Others will disagree. I will let you, the people, be the judge. But uh, let's bring in Mr. Gavin to the show. Welcome, Gavin. Hey, you, uh, what's happening? Sorry, long time no see. I know, mate. Isn't it? You right to what? You good? Yeah, you? Yeah, I'm good. So, good. Um, what do you think of uh, Cardiff's current plight, my friend? Paul, to be honest, I was happy when we got Mick, but in the championship or end division, you can't play five at a back side. <laughs> You've got to go and tack as well for goals. You can't just expect to win 1-0 or nil nils. And that's all he was doing. He didn't have a clue, to be fair, like Slade, Harris. Oh, don't take me back to Slade, mate. Jesus. <laughs> so on, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree, mate. Well, I definitely don't want Bellamy there. I definitely don't want Bellamy there. I'll never go there again. See, that, that you've said that in the live chats. That does interest me because he did such a good job with the academy. I know he left with a, a bit of a sort of a cloud, depending on who you speak to. It was his fault, depending on who you speak to. But, I mean, he's the job he did with the academy is why we've now got three or four academy players good enough to play in the first team. But oh, I yeah, do understand a, as well yeah. why you wouldn't want him, if that makes sense. Yeah, because attitude. He got, he's he's got the wrong attitude. He might have matured, mate. He's at yeah, his but... 40 plus now. And who would you have? Like, who would be your choice? Uh, Chris Wilder, I think it'd have to be, to be honest. Or I wouldn't mind, I can see it, Abaddon and Young. Give them a go. They got the passion, the legends, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they did. Um, they did pretty well, mate. When they did, then they did that temporary job, didn't they? They sort of, yeah, just, they did all right. Um, like I don't know if Gabs is looking for a full time managerial gig because obviously he does a lot of media work and stuff. I, I don't know where he stands with that. But again, the problem is, or not the problem, but it's my opinion that if you're going to bring in someone like that, if you're going to bring in Carl Robertson, if you're going to bring in. John Terry or whoever, any of these young managers, Bellamy, whoever it might be, if you're going to bring those players, those people in, you've got to give them a three-year deal 
and you say, you know, if you get relegated, you're not going to get sacked. If you you gotta you've got to give him a guarantee and you've got to let him build something. If you can't, yeah, like you can't, you can't just keep sacking managers. Yes, Mick McCarthy had to go. Mick McCarthy should never have been given a three-year contract. He should have. They should have waited till the summer to address, like, to have a look. But that's because um, they desperate side, to be honest. Yeah, they, my panicked. Opinion. they panicked, mate. They panicked. So it's going to be and, very interesting. Go on, sorry. Yeah, they nice want someone that well won't take any crap, basically, off ten. Do you know what I mean? Like Malky, I thought Matt Malky is quality manager. And my yeah. opinion, if he was still there, we would have stayed in the Premier. It's just handing like it because he had more power in him over the fans. My yeah, opinion. With, with Malky Mackay as well, mate, is what you've got to understand is the, the football was still shite. Like it has been in with the you know, with Mick McCarthy, even with Warnock, it wasn't great. Um, with Neil Harris, the and um, um Malky Mackay plays the same style of football. We the year we went up. We won like one nil pretty much every game. But like when you're winning, people don't care about whether the football's good or bad. They only care that you keep winning. You're winning. And, yeah. And he was never in the relegation zone in the Premier League until we only went in the relegation zone after he got sacked. And you know, the morale and the players, everything was destroyed by then. But uh, Yeah, and a lot of them where they're slagging them tan off. It's it's right. I'm not being funny. If it wasn't for him, wouldn't really add stadium. I know we didn't do it all, and we wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the Premier League. Simple as. Yeah, I know. I agree with you, mate. And I think, um, look, I've made no secret of the fact that one of the main reasons I don't go anymore is because of the rebrand, and I kind of started to develop new habits on a Saturday. But that kind of killed it for me a lot. But. But ultimately, he went back on it, and we Cardiff City would have been, you know, they would have gone bust without Vincent Tan, and that's a fact. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, I have to do it, mate. Um, to finish, uh, finish off, Gav, with you, mate. How um, do you think there's any chance Cardiff get relegated this year? I think, so again, my opinion, the best option will be to get relegated and start from scratch because some of those players aren't good enough to wear the shirts. To be honest. 100%. Got to get rid of some of that dead wood, mate. But it's difficult to do when you've got no money, you know. If you've got no money, you can't get yeah. it. Um, That's the thing, though, Sai. Uh, I think Tan has got money. That's the problem. But he just don't want to spend. But he's done a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, personally think... Sure. I don't sure. Nowhere near it. Yeah, he's done all right. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah. I'll give him that, mate. Um, Gav, yeah. it's been a pleasure, mate. Uh, thank you for joining yeah. me. Cheers, Sai. Uh, I'll Sai for a go. Good game, yeah. Nasty. I told you, told you, mate. Solskjaer's not a top-level manager. Top I thought he's top, shy. Top-level top nothing. Top-level nothing. Um, Gavin, there we go. What a top man. I appreciate all these calls. So we'll finish off. I'm going to have a nice little uh, a little chat to you guys and catch up on some of these comments. Um and this is the one for me, which is the most important. Uh, Alan Jones there says Cardiff City is more important than Premier League until people realise that there'll always be a little bit of a divide between fans. I don't really care about the Premier League. In many ways, I prefer when we're in the Championship anyway. Of course, it's nice to win uh, the Championship and go up and all that thing. I just think that it's, I just want Cardiff to be stable 
and not make my eyes bleed watching them every week as they just launch the ball long. Um, it's uh, interesting. I think it was, um, I think it was Gareth Parry who said um, when I was on about uh, Sean Morrison, perhaps being a bit immune to criticism, um, that he has been playing injured. And I think that's a fair shout. Um, Jody Morris has coached some of the best players in Europe. Um, and he'd be uh, first choice for a few of you, I see. And I just, I do, you know, I think that's a good shout. I'd be happy with Jody Morris. Um, what do we think of Reese David Evans? Uh, John Eustace, Swansea went after him in the summer. They always get their appointments spot on. He's a successful under 23 coach, would be. Wouldn't be a bad shout. Could get a free, a few, few frees and loans in. Now that I think that's a fair shout, actually, Reese. Um, not that I want to be particularly copying what Swansea do, um, but they do get their managerial appointments right nine times out of ten. Um, and a manager who's got connections within the under twenty three leagues and the youth leagues and stuff like this, like Jody Morris, like John Eustace. They're going to be able to bring in these players on loan and they're going to be familiar with the good young players to get them on loan, to get them in. Um, Don, I apologise. I didn't ask you um, if I, you thought Cardiff would be relegated. But um, interesting, interesting. Um, big shout out, by the way, to Nottingham Forest. Um, so we would have had one one other caller, which would have kind of taken me into the last five minutes. But um, unfortunately, Wiggy was held up in work, which is a bit gutting. Um, so I would have had an extra slot. But um, we'll see how it goes. Um, but guys, I really appreciate it. Let me know what you think of this this kind of layout and having people on. Is this something you'd like to do? Um, I'm going to be chatting with um, with Andy next this week about just where we're going in the future and stuff. And, you know, maybe one option, if the championship show is going to change, we could do the, this type of thing on a Friday. Um, but that won't that won't mean that the Rodri Giggs' podcast is going because that is flying. The numbers are uh, insane for a new show already and um, doing really well. People seem to be really liking that. So uh, that's great. Um, also, guys, um, I'd also... Uh, request ask if you haven't already um i was on the experience real podcast uh i, I traveled up and and uh, and went on there there with uh with joe last week it came out yesterday if you could check it out it's uh, the experience real uh, youtube channel and i believe it's on like apple and stuff like that experience real with joe robbins um check that out just uh, just me talking about me, really, and my life and some of the stuff which I've been through and how we got to Ace Podcast Nation, stuff like that. Um, Craig Sullivan says, Sai, you don't go to games anymore. Would you go if they went down? And do you think the supporter base would remain or would we have even less fans and even more reliance on Tan, so even more cutbacks? Craig, uh, I will not go back until Vincent Tan has left. Um, that's my personal choice. Uh, I said that from the day that they rebranded the football club, but I kind of haven't gone back on it. But it's not just that in terms of why I haven't gone back. I've been back, I think, once, maybe twice, because my son wanted to go on his birthday. Um, so I took him. I bit the bullet and I went and sat in the family stand with him um, and took him because he wanted to go. Um, and if he turned around and said to me, Dad, I want to go every week, then I would. I would take him. 
because I know how important that was to me as a kid, how important it is to kids. But I won't also force them now because my habits have changed on a Saturday. It's um, it's one of them. Um, people seem to be enjoying the concept of uh, of you know having people on and fans on. And obviously there was um, a couple of there was a couple of Birmingham fans who were going to come on. There was a Forest fan who was going to come on. And obviously we've got a couple of Borough regulars. Unfortunately, they were unable to do it this evening. So, like, I do want it to be a championship thing rather than a Cardiff thing. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's the majority of our hardcore fan base is also Cardiff and Middlesbrough. So that's going to be a lot of the calls and people. But as we grow, hopefully we can expand that some more. Um, if you've got any questions, do get them in now because um, we've got about 10 minutes or so left. Um, uh, can I share? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll drop the Experience Real uh, podcast in the, in the, in the comments in a, in a sec. Um, but yeah, um, go ahead. I, I, so I asked all of you guys, all the callers, do you think Cardiff will go down? There's a reason I asked that because at the moment, obviously before Mick McCarthy decided uh, or left, didn't decide, mutual, it was mutual, he wasn't sacked. Um, before he left, we were flying towards the old uh, relegation zone. And I just, uh, I'm not convinced that we will survive. Um, I think we probably will, but like God, they've got to get this appointment right. And part of me thinks that they will um, maybe go with either Steve Morrison or maybe, like I said earlier, Neil Harris. They might go with someone till the end of the season and then make a, a full-time decision, which I think is risky. Because um, you've got to, someone's got to get those players playing. And if they don't, then we could seriously, we can go down. We can go down. Like we're not, nobody's too good to go down. Nobody's too big to go down. So we have to be, get whatever we're doing between now and the end of the season, we have to get it right. And you, yes, I think there's probably three worse sides than us, but just because there looks on paper to be three worse sides, that doesn't mean that we'll definitely go, you know, we'll definitely stay up. I think Derby will go down. I think Peterborough will go down. And then to me, there's one space left. Uh, Michael Bowen, spot on, mate. He says, if we do not get it right, we are going down. And that's why I think the, the decision about uh, what they do for the rest of the season, stroke new manager, because they might just bring the full-time manager in. Like, that is so important. Now, if they cock it up again, we're going down. Because, like... Derby have had a 12-point deduction and they are only six points behind us. Two wins behind us. And Derby County have got a young manager who cares and is getting those players playing. It's uh, it's one of those, isn't it? So, yes, indeedy. Um, Let's have a look. To, to be uh, Leslie Cole says, to be honest, even though Derby are bottom, I think they'll come good. I think Rudy will keep them up, which puts even more pressure on Cardiff because if Derby can stay up 
after a 12 point deduction that's an that means there's three places up for grabs um and we haven't got a big squad we get a couple of bands a couple of injuries we are for lack of a better term screwed because we've already got about 16 first team players so we really have to make sure that we get it right yeah let's get Rooney off off Derby why not ruin their season um right then guys got any questions get them in um by the way uh massive shout out to Nottingham Forest the way they've um they've sort of turned their seat because they had a dreadful start um I know they lost 4-0 on Saturday but Fulham but in my opinion are probably the best team in the league um they beat Bristol City they beat Blackpool they beat Birmingham um so before the Fulham game they were like unbeaten in one, two, three, six. Um, and I don't think it's any shame to lose to Fulham. But Derby, yeah, Craig there makes a good point. Derby are due another points deduction. So they might stay up and then still go down, if that makes sense. Um, Gavin Randall says Mike Ashley wants Derby County. Um, that would not surprise me because I do think he'll want to get um, back into it. It's just a case of who he goes with. I wouldn't want him near my club. I've got. I wouldn't want him at Cardiff. No way. Um, it's uh, it's one of those. Um, Kelly says late to the party. Sorry, did you cry yesterday after United were bad? I did not cry because it couldn't give less of a. Um, however, I did post on social media that I was right yet again with my hot football takes that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not a top-level manager. I said it when he took over to my Man United friends that he will never work long-term because he is tactically naive and he is not good enough to compete with the top managers. I was right again. I am always right when it comes to football. Hot takes! <laughs> uh, Reese David Evans says, Mark Hudson knows the club, knows the fans. All the ex-players have said he's a real leader, brought players together and kept morale up. Not only that, Reese, but when he was in charge of Huddersfield, he did an absolutely fantastic job. I've also been told by a few people that he is um, an absolute fantastic coach, um, a good man manager and whatnot. Uh, Leslie Coates, I cannot believe that Middles were a six. No. However, on the flip side of it, Neil Warnock is a genius, a championship genius. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs, to be perfectly honest. Um, what do you guys think? If Mike Ashley took over Derby, is that good or bad for Derby, considering they're in administration? Mm -hmm. Come on, tell me, peeps. Tell me, peeps. Um, so, uh, Donna Pace, this has definitely not been me, myself and I tonight, Simon. No, it has not been joined by all you people and i saw my wife put a chat uh, a comment in one of the chats saying that um the co the new co-host auditions are going well absolutely not i got a list of people that um i've got two lists of uh, i've got a list of people who want to do podcasts or see or create series and i've also got a list of people who i want to bring in as co-hosts and regular hosts i'm organized super organized he says. Um, 
but yeah, people seem to be enjoyed enjoyed this evening with the uh, this concept of uh, the the fan call-ins. The problem I, or the worry I had, should I say, beforehand, is a lot of the people who watch my shows, particularly the footballer shows and the Monday show at the moment, since it's been changed, is we have like a regular sort of hardcore audience who watch live. And then a lot of the people who watch like the hundreds and sometimes thousands, they watch like throughout the week in their own time, which is great. I appreciate everyone um, and I love it. But to do a call-in show, you've got to have people to call in. Um, and I think I need uh, one, two, three, four, five, about six to seven people every week. So... If I was to do this every week, I would need seven people. And I wouldn't necessarily want to have the same seven people on every week. Because I, I don't want it to... I want it to be a championship thing, not a Cardiff thing. But, of course, that goes with growth and things like that. Um, if this was going to be a regular show, it will be on a Friday. And we'll move Rodri's show to a Wednesday. Um, because... Uh, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, I think the championship show works best on a Friday before the weekend because you could talk about last weekend, the midweek games, and preview the weekend coming up. Um, and also, I want to bring in or back a regular Wednesday show to keep expanding and growing. Um, but what I will say as well is one thing I pride myself on is the reason that we've built this community and and, and everything the way that we have um, it's because of the interactive nature of the shows and no other podcast or YouTube channel is doing call-in shows um, and is doing interactive shows like this. No other podcast is doing that. And I pride myself on that. I pride myself on coming up with ideas to do things different. Um, and I had long conversation with my wife over the weekend with some ideas and talking about different stuff and, um, some shorter content, some some really interesting stuff. Some, but while keeping everything else as you know, keep going, keep rotating, keep doing different shows. Um, I spoke to Rodri. We, me and Rodri, got some exciting ideas about doing stuff in his studio, about doing stuff over the internet, about doing daily stuff, like all these different ideas. Not saying they'll all come along, but just so much ideas. And um, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is I'll do whatever my wife tells me to. She's the brains. I'm the beauty. Um, so, let's have a look at the comments to finish us off. Da -da 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 -da. What we got, what we got, what we got. Uh, Craig Sullivan says, Ash, Mike Ashley will get into the Premier League, make money, rebrand them, and then make more money. Yeah. <laughs> would not be surprised. Uh, Reese David Evans says, what does everyone think of Mehmet Dalman saying we are looking for extra finances? So does, does that, uh, do we think he means new investors? I believe he probably means new investors rather than Mehmet Dalman. Uh, Vincent Tan selling the club. I do not believe that that will um, be the case. Ultimately, I, Vincent Tan won't sell that football club until he gets... 100 million plus um and i don't see anyone paying that for us unfortunately i would love a um an owner to come in with the sort of money that the newcastle owners have got but maybe 
how can I put this? Yeah, just someone with that amount of money. We'll leave it at that. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Um, but also, um, once I get, I've got to get one piece of equipment. Um, and then when I get that piece of equipment, um, I it'll be a bit easier to do the call-in shows because I can just give a phone number and then people can just phone and I haven't got a book slot. Um, but I haven't got that piece of equipment at the moment. That's what I was going to say. Kelly, you're right there. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, I want I want the money. I just don't want that side of it. Um, so I'll tell you what, here's a question for you guys. Not necessarily championship, but I'm. it's an interesting story. And, and Kelly's just brought it up. Um, Crystal Palace fans put up a banner referencing... Uh, human rights issues, um, homophobia, corruption, etc. Um, for the new towards the new Newcastle owners, but particularly it was actually direct, it was obviously about them, but it was directed at the Premier League's fit and proper purpose or the FA's fit and proper purpose test for owners. Uh, so they had a banner, and then the thing which perhaps makes it offensive and problematic is the guy dressed up in full um, Arab garb with a sword with blood on obviously, to get attention. So what do you guys make of the the point that the Crystal Palace um, people are making? So they're, that they're obviously making the point about the fit and proper purpose test, but also they're making the point of, like, same as the Man City owners, some of these guys have got serious uh, human rights violations going on um, in their past, in their present probably in their future, like how would you feel if someone with serious human rights violations was to take over your football club? Like, would you be okay with it because they're billionaires or would you have a problem with it? Um, tell me what you think. So um, let's have a look. GD Parry says, problem is, uh, problem with lots of monies is clubs, clubs up the asking price for players. Spot on. Uh, Reese David Evans says, I love that banner and it speaks more about the FA's fit and proper purpose test rather than the Saudis, I felt. Um, let's have a look. Craig says, uh, yeah, you basically sell the players we have and lease, although still our players uh, as external can't own players or you could be on to refinance the facilities we own yeah there's I, yeah you can't have third party ownership of players so i i just don't like they can only be looking for they gotta just keep they've got to find investment from somewhere i don't know how they do it other than selling players because they've already sold all their wingers what are you going to do sell all your fullbacks too just play 11 center backs Kiefer Moore can't get a game, so he's probably going to go in the summer. Um, and I think, what, look, if we're so desperate for money and we're not going to play him, why the hell didn't we sell Kiefer Moore? Yeah, people would have been annoyed, but he's not playing. His price is going down, his contract's running down, and apparently the football club's got no money. Um, Kelly says, uh, apparently Dave Beckham has agreed to be the face of the Qatar World Cup but they've had to allow and move forward with LGBT and allowing rainbow flags in the stadiums. Um, well, if that's true, I'm amazed that they would go with that because I saw 
that there were some rules that they put out to football fans. I saw this video actually of um, someone from an LGBT, uh, I don't know if it was like an organization or a charity, speaking to one of the kind of um, the Qatar people involved in the World Cup organization. And they were like listed all these kind of rules about what you can and can't do. And they said, as long as there's no public displays of affection, and that goes for everyone, not just same-sex couples, but also you can't hold hands and things like this. Um, it's problematic. Um, let's have a look. Um, so what else have we got? Uh, uh, uh. Football with Brownie says, the banner held up by the Crystal, Crystal Palace hypocrites were all dressed in clothes made, by, made in Asian sweatshops, which are against human rights with their working conditions. I think the majority of everything, isn't it? It's um, made in some sort of thing. Uh, since some sort of, some sort of sweatshop these days, unfortunately. Um, let's have a look. Rob Boyle says, whilst I don't agree with the new Newcastle owners, uh, things we use where every day will have had some human rights issues at some point, i.e. Facebook, yeah. As I said, um, uh, uh, Craig Sullivan, amazing what 150 million tax free will do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's have a look. Reese David Evans says, "Yeah, I agree with this. People worship Steve Jobs like a like a god. He used he used child labor, slave labor to build his phones." But our clothes are ch our ch clothes to child labour, etc. So I do agree. Um, Kay Childs doesn't like David Beckham by the sounds of it. He says David Beckham's still trying to be relevant. All those lives lost building the stadiums. Yeah, that's um, look. I don't want to get too much into the Qatar World Cup, but the fact that people seem to just not be bothered about. Like, people literally have been dying building those stadiums. Like, they're cramming those workers into these apartments. They're all sleeping on the floor and then working all day in the blistering heat to build those stadiums in time for the World Cup. People dying and all the Western world gives a shite about is is the World Cup in the winter. That's going to really inconvenience our football watching. Well, yeah. Come on, why isn't why is why why are people okay with that? Does that say more about people and their morals and and whatnot than anything else? I don't know. Um, Donna Perry says ever since Rodri said that Dave Beckham is sound, couldn't love David Beckham anymore. Yeah, uh, Rob Boyle, those stadiums were more crammed than a Riva trains Wales on a match day. Yes, indeedy, my friend. So, uh, guys and girls, it's been an interesting show. Um, as I said, please do check out um, the podcast I did on uh, Experience Real. Check them out. I really would appreciate it. Um, I, I got a lot of time for Joe. He does some great shows. And um, I really enjoyed, even though it was a bit emotional, kind of talking about some stuff which I've never talked about on camera before. Um, so yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, 
Might also have some news on a on a new brand deal stroke sponsor soon. So I would love uh, if you guys could check that out when it comes out because um, it's on like a month trial. So um, we need to use those codes. Really help us out. Um, really, really help me out. I've got to be honest. Um, so Christmas coming up. Uh, there's stuff for men and women. So uh, make sure you have a look for me, please. Uh, guys and girls, it's been a pleasure. I will be back on Friday with uh, Rodri Giggs for our weekly football roundup and talk. It is, it's not even an hour though, is it? We talk for like 50 minutes about football and just give our opinions and stuff. And then you lot get really nosy and ask Rodri anything you feel like asking him. And he answers it because he's cool and he just answers anything really brutally, honestly. And that's the layout of the show. But uh, it's doing well. People love it. He's a top man. i got so much time for him. He's uh, he's such a good fun to do shows with. Um, and to top it off, he's a top guy. Guys, thank you to everyone who got involved in the live chat. Thank you to everyone who, who joined and called in. Um, as a special treat, uh, a special treat just for you, the people, I'm going to play us out with the old Andy Campbell Championship theme song. It doesn't mean anything. It's just because I like the song. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you. Welcome to all the new viewers and listeners and stuff. Please check out all our other shows. I will see you Friday. You guys rock. Ace Nation Army for life. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Network.